Good morning, good morning, good morning on this awesome Sunday morning. Trust you had a phenomenal week and so far an excellent weekend. And we keep on praying. Today is a special day. It's prayer day for South Africa and that we can all pray. And what we will do, we'll pray at the end of the broadcast so that we can pray for this nation and pray for the government and pray breakthroughs like we've never seen before. Now, this is a disastrous time that we went through and I was doing research this morning and they say it's the worst violence in decades that happened in this week and busy happening. 800 retail stores and malls demolished and ransacked. Oh, can you imagine this small nation? They say the damage is between 400 million American dollars and 1 billion American dollars. That means the damage is about 15 billion South Africa rand. My word, God help us. And that's why we need to pray. And that's why we are here to make a difference, to shine as the light of Christ and to be the salt of the earth. And that's phenomenal from all the people that was impacted through our staff and our people this week by the feeding and all the things we are doing. And we have so many requests from other provinces and areas of the new Mama Toby adventure we have, life source, and this can feed, they test it, and it tastes wonderful, tastes like gumbo or jambalaya, and uh, six people can eat out of this, and this is phenomenal for everybody, so partner with us, because that is true Christianity, undefiled before the Father, says James chapter 1, 27, when you take care of the widow and the orphan in their distress. Now, last week we spoke, and we're busy in this whole month again, about building a strong foundation. It's only the people that are on a strong foundation, Jesus said. When storms come, rain comes, flood comes, wind comes, that nothing will happen to that house because it was built on the rock. But woe to the man who built his life. And he also built a house. And it's not built on the rock, Jesus. That means it says, when the flood, the storms, and the wind, and the rain came, that house collapsed. And many, many lives are collapsing in this time for one reason. Not because you're a bad person or did things wrong or whatever. What did you build on? We need to build a strong foundation. The product out of a strong foundation is... fearless. (laughs) fearless. <laughs> I want to add the word reckless, <laughs> radical, effective, followers of Christ, not people in fear and just sit there on a hip and lick the wounds. And we've all been through very, very tough stuff. Uh, yesterday, we, we buried a mother two months ago. Yesterday, her husband was buried. We've got people fighting for their lives now in hospital. And uh, we've seen this week coming, we, we're going to bury Johan Kotz. And we think about Michelle and Joshua this morning. And uh, what happened, all these things that's happening. And I've know 144 preachers that died. Oh, my word. In this time, they, the numbers just increase. 
but we cannot be parked in yesterday. Yesterday is just the classroom. It was the experience. And yes, we are heart sore. We go through stuff and I've learned we have a choice. Get better or better. If you get better, you're going to go further down the slope. <laughs> or the slope. But if you get better, you can lift up your head and know God is there to lead and guide you always in all truth. And the fact that you open your ear, your eyes this morning, I nearly said your ears, <laughs> your eyes this morning, we need to open our ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. The fact is God has a divine purpose and plan for your life. And last week we spoke about how God sees what is a true follower is a disciple. What is a disciple? And that's what God sees. It's no, no, not, not some people's idea. It's not a program. It's not an event. It's not part of a, a department in a ministry. It's a lifestyle. You need to, you are on duty. <laughs> you cannot be an AWOL. AWOL stands absent without leave. With all these things going on, if the church is not rising up, we are in big, big, big trouble. And that's the most neglect ministry. We, because we neglect what Jesus instructed, the world is in turmoil all over the world. And we called for nations. Say, I am called for nations. Now this morning, I want to share because we are called and Jesus saw us as disciples and called us and commissioned us. You are an ambassador. And uh, now the phenomenal question about ambassador is that it's a focused person. Now, I've said in some services time ago, there are three kinds of people that are guaranteed to fail in this life. You are guaranteed to fail if you classify one of them. Number one, an unteachable person. I tried to share with a younger man than me about discipleship, and I was just getting off <laughs> the runway. He said, no, no, stop. I know I was walking, and Jesus spoke to me, and um, I'm doing disciples. And he said, and when I found out how they do it, my word, it's a program. It's to impress. That's not what Jesus did. It's servanthood. So unteachable. And if people don't listen, when we come with wise advice and the word of God, they actually disqualify themselves from any relationship because what's the use if you're not teachable? Somebody asked me and said, give me two words that brought you this far. I said, remain humble, meek, and be teachable. Never stop learning. The second thing is an undecided person. Oh, my word. <laughs> His heart's now, the, the, the Bible says, a person with divided loyalty is unstable in all its ways. You cannot be one foot believe the, the promise, the other foot believe the lie. Some people believe, and they Christians, they speak in tongues that it is God whipping <laughs> us with covet and debt and all the things that happen. It's not God. God's nature is not that. And he explained that in John chapter 10, 10, when he revealed Satan's modus operandi is 
The thief only comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. In other words, to make sick, to rob you, to bring poverty, to bring calamity, to bring devastation, to, to rob a nation and to rob an individual from his dignity and his sonship and daughtership with God. But Jesus said, I came. That's his mission. That's his purpose. I came that you might have life, the eternal life, the, the life of God. Not only one day there, but that you can have the life as God has it right now here on the face of the earth, the Zoe life of God. <laughs> Because people say, oh, I need to go through this hell that heaven is... No, no, God doesn't want you to have hell on the face of the earth. He didn't say it's going to be a life without battles. But we fight the good fight, the good fight, the good fight of faith. And the good fight means I always win. <laughs> no matter what, I always win. Hallelujah. That's the good fight of faith. And the third person is an unfocused person. Now, that's Satan's strategy, that to keep people not to be uh, teachable, that's pride, to get people undecided, that's they don't have a made-up mind, and they, they like when the prophet was up, he said, how long will you be so double-minded? If God is God, serve him. <laughs> if your foreign gods is God, serve them. And then he asked the Lord, and rain came down on the altar <laughs> because they were believing the Baal prophets. Now, what is this thing is, if you get focus on the major issues of life, listen, it reduces actually your life to the level of one thing and your life will become powerful. Now, this is important. What is the majors and what is the minors? Many times, People make the minor things, the majors, and the major things, the minor things, and then there's trouble. And uh, now this is one of the po most powerful things that I've put down here. I said the major weapon of the devil against God's people is broken focus through distractions. COVID-19, a loved one diagnosed, you have symptoms. Finances doesn't look bright. Situations happen. And when your focus is broken, your energy is spent in many directions. Listen, family, which nothing <laughs> significant will be achieved. Distractions is anything that has power, directly or indirectly, to snatch away what is truly yours in life. Whatever can move you from your place in God is a distraction. Now, distractions can come in negative or positive forms, and that is why you have to be careful of any form of distractions. And we need to stay focused. And what do we have? We have the roadmap. We have God's word. He says, I am awakened, Isaiah chapter 55, over my word. So what carries the guarantee? Only God's word. I told many people this week with family members in the hospital with negative reports. 
I remember in 2003 when the doctor gave me a negative report. I said, I hear what you're saying, but your word will bow before the word of God. That man got so angry, chased me out of his consulting room. But a year later when I went in there, he was amazed that I was still alive because God's word is the highest authority. Say God's word. Now you either can believe God's word, your word, or the devil's word. Now, can you remember your word? <laughs> it's not always the one that's right. The devil's know nothing about him is right because he's the father of lies. Now, five words we described. What is a true follower of Christ? One is disciple. The other one is ambassador. And I want to speak this morning as ambassador because there are two kinds of people that we need to understand. You're either in the plan of God or outside the plan of God. There's not a middle way. There's not a thing like partial obedience and partial grace. <laughs> a lot of people, I'm my word. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, somebody asked me the question about uh, a Muslim family. He said, they don't eat pork, but they drink and they smoke marijuana. <laughs> and uh, what else is the person said? He said, I don't understand this, but they cannot eat pork. I said, well, that's what religion does or a religion. We know when we belong to Jesus, <laughs> we are focused on our godly assignment. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20. New Living Translation says, We are Christ ambassadors. <laughs> Say, I am Christ ambassador. Now listen to our theme scripture because we're going to discover what is an ambassador. And there's three things that we want to mention here is the role of an ambassador the responsibility of an ambassador, and then the reward of an ambassador in this morning and tonight's services that we want to discuss this. Now, this is very important because what is ambassador? Now, let us get to our theme scripture. If somebody say, I have God inside of me, God is at work in me. Do you think God will direct you different than what it is actually his final plan, his great authority, his great dream about your life? No! And that's why it's so important for every Christian believer, for every born-again child of God. It says in Philippians chapter 2, 13, not in your own strength, for it is God who is all the while effectually at work in your in your energizing and creating in you the power and the desire, the power and the desire, both to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. And then verse 14, we'd like to read that scripture, but we forget about verse 14. Do all things <laughs> without, without what? Grumbling and fault-finding and complaining. Do all things because God is at work in you. And when God is at work, there's instruction. The Holy Spirit will always lead you 
only in one direction in all truth. By word, all these false prophets that prophesy this junk. Let me tell you, South Africa will be saved and Africa will be saved. We're going to see greatness happen and out of the pressure, my word, anthracite or coals becomes diamond through pressure. And the diamonds will emerge now. Because he says, do all things without grumbling and fault-finding and complaining against God and questioning and doubting amongst yourself. That is the scripture. That's the word of the Lord. And we need to follow the word of God. You have a choice. You can blend in in this time and be like an ostrich and hide your head in the sand. Or you can start spreading your wings like an eagle and let the wind, the present current of what the wind is now blowing in this nation and in the nations of the world, you can stretch your wings and soar up in the heights like an eagle. He always soared above the storm. What kept us above the storm? The keys of faith. The just shall live by faith. Not from calamity to calamity, not from failure to failure, not from lack to more lack, from having and not having and happy and sad. No, you soar up in the heights because those that wait upon the Lord shall be like eagles. And God used the eagle phrase there. Now, this is phenomenal what we are sharing because if you are a follower of Christ, then you are an ambassador. You are a, a representative is the word I'm looking for. Now, what's the first thing, my role as an ambassador? I am a representative of Jesus Christ in this world. Everybody's waiting for one world there one day. No, in this world, if you are a believer in Jesus Christ. In this world, you are called. It didn't say the pastors, the evangelists, and the prophets, and the teachers, and whatever. Every believer is. That's what the scripture is out of 2 Corinthians 5.20. We are Christ's ambassadors. Now to understand, you must know there's a difference. Listen, family between your career and your calling. Because you are called, says the Bible. There's a difference. <laughs> My word, a lot of people confuse their calling and their career. I'm called to be a doctor. No, you are a doctor. <laughs> you are ambassador disguised in a doctor. You are a truck driver disguised <laughs> because you're actually ambassador. You are ambassador disguised as a truck driver. That's what you are. You are ambassador disguised as a typist. <laughs> ambassador disguised as a doctor, as a motor mechanic, as an attorney, as an advocate, as a judge, as a... Housewife, you are an ambassador, <laughs> disguise, or a banker, or a waiter. Come on, somebody, because your calling is greater 
than what you are busy with right now. And that's why you have that, so that you can impact the world and make a living. But you are God's ambassador on the face of the earth. This is so powerful. Second Timothy 1, it says, He has, my word, saved us to a holy life because of his own purpose. The other translation says, He has called us to fulfill his purpose. It's the purposes of God that will prevail. Many are the plans in a man's heart, and people have plans all over, but it's only the purposes of God that will prevail. And it's shown now in this past week, things are shook by the events that's happening all over our nation. And the calling is so powerful. And that's why the, the author writes in Philippians 1.27, he says, Be sure that you live in a way that brings honor to the good news of Christ. Your first role as ambassador is a representative of Jesus Christ. And the scripture is, be sure, be sure that you live in a way that brings honor to the good news of Christ. You cannot walk away from the poor people and say, be fed, and you don't do something about that. You are, what would Jesus do? Somebody sent me yesterday, Gracie sent me a, a book that she's busy reading out of the, and when I was reading a page out of that, I thought, my word, everything you must do, or when you face, in, stand in front of a challenge, and or somebody has a need, or somebody has a request, the question you ask yourself, what would Jesus do? And then you do what Jesus would <laughs> did on that situation. You see, that's where we miss the point. You are Christ's personal representative. Now, now my calling is what? Romans 1, 7, to be his people. That's what you are called to be. Ephesians 2, 10, to do those good works. Ephesians 3, 20, his power is at work in us. <laughs> 2 Corinthians 5, to speak for Christ, to speak for Christ, to stand on behalf of him and speak for him. Galatians 5, call to serve each other. Romans 8, call to become like Jesus. 2 Thessalonians, call to share his glory. Hallelujah. Jesus said, listen to the people. He, he said, I gave you that authority. I'm, you, you called, you are mission and commission on the face of the earth to be the salt and the light that people can see more of Jesus in you and me and less of ourselves. I have been called to represent Jesus, the living Christ, on the face of the earth. Now, you must always remember who you represent, where you go. In the supermarket, in the bank, in the communities, on the corner of the street with somebody, you must always remember 
who you represent. When you're working full time in the ministry, remember who you represent. That's why that scripture says, do all things without grumbling. <laughs> Nothing must be an effort in life. In our younger days, I was walking 76 miles a week from Zandam Farm. Oh, my word. <laughs> to Cryfontaine. That's halfway to Wellington. And Paul took, <laughs> I did it in the morning and walked back. I can tell you stories. Because did I grumble? No, it helped me to stay skinny. <laughs> but listen, you must do whatever you do. If it's giving, if it's feeding, if it's getting up to pray, if there's a cl clarion call to pray, if there's a call to be, to stand out as salt and light, do it without grumbling. Do all things without grumbling and fault finding and complaining against God and questioning and doubting amongst yourself. Stop that. There's no reward in that. It's a focused thief. Why people are not living. They, they are so devastated and wounded. Concentrate more on the wounds and on the devastation. And I understand all these things. We've went through that and we've been there. But what we need to do is stay focused. We are here to represent Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 1 NIV. Live a life worthy of your calling that you have received. Live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Isn't that so powerful? My second role as an ambassador is I've been given a mission. There's no ambassador from one nation. Now the ambassador to, from South Africa to Washington, D.C., and he was also the, the acting president of South Africa, Dr. Pete Kurnoff. He was our personal friend. He came to our church. He was long in our church. We've got pictures of him when he was young, and I dedicate the children. And, and uh, he, he will tell you, he said, one thing about an ambassador, he is 24-7 <laughs> on duty. He said, and wherever he goes, the eyes of people are on him. Because on this ambassador, because they say he represents South Africa. Now think about what you represent. You present the kingdom of heaven. That's why the Bible says we are in this world, but not from this world. You are in this world. It's just a passing through. But you're not from this world. You're born again, born from above, born anew. That's why you must be born again. You cannot just be religious and go to church and do the emotional things and do all the rituals. No, born again means born from above, born from anew. You became a new creature. You have been given a mission. There's no ambassador that just sits at the beach on a lilo on the ocean and eat caviar. <laughs> no, he's there for a mission because this is so important. And that mission we have been given 
is the mission that we need to fulfill. Because in John chapter 17, 18, he says, I, Jesus, spoke to the Father. And he said, Father, I have commissioned them. I have commissioned them. I have commissioned them. Oh, my word, that is so powerful. In other words, we have a commission for too long. We just think to serve God is to go to heaven. No, you need to act to the book of Acts. And how you act on Acts is acting on the word. <laughs> That's why it's called Acts. <laughs> acting. <laughs> my word. He, he says in verse 17, the Amplified, this is what I command you. He says there's a commission. You have been commissioned. I have commanded them. I have commissioned them. My word. And that is what you need to live out. That commission. That was 15, 17, 18. Just as you sent me into the world. I have also sent them into the world. The commission. Ambassadorship. He gave us something to do. I'm so frustrated with Christians that just sit and just lick the wounds and just get negative and more negative and racial and political and all this garbage. No, you need to <laughs> live in our commission. That's the only thing that brings fulfillment is the commission. When you impact lives, that's what a true disciple are. That's why I'm so proud of our staff and people and the pastors here. They do mighty exploits for God. <laughs> to have church is very, very important. You need to be part of a family. But that Sundays, we live out every day what we're supposed to live out. It's to impact the nations of the world. I have been given a mission. The mission is what you are here for. That's what the mission. That's what ambassadors, their mission is, what they are there for in another country to represent. And then when Jesus said in John 17 to the Father, just as you have sent me, I have sent them, I have commissioned them, then in John 20, 21, one of my favorite scriptures, Jesus was already crucified, buried, resurrected, ascended in heaven. <laughs> Close by, he was ready to ascend. He said, just as my father has sent me, I send you. Somebody say, I'm sent. I am ambassador. I've been given a mission. And that's that mission that I need to live out. Because in Acts chapter 20, 24, I, Paul speaking, I don't care about my own life, he says. The most important thing is that I complete my mission, the work that the Lord Jesus gave me. It's in your and my Bible. It is from <laughs> the NCV translation. He says, I don't care <laughs> about my own life. The most important thing is that I complete my mission 
the work that the Lord Jesus gave me. And then he said what it is. What's my mission? And what's the work? And you must <laughs> make a circle around the mission or highlight it. He says to tell people the good news about God's grace. What is my mission? Is to do, to complete. What did we say? We need three things in life. You need a, a model. Jesus, the perfect model. Paul, the perfect model. That's why he says, follow me as I follow Christ. You need a mentor. What are we doing on Sundays? And what do we do in the discipleship? We mentor people. We disciple them. It's discipling people. It's not having just a click and a good time and have a tea party and a cake party. That can come. But it's to make powerful instruments for the Holy Ghost, the containers of God, the glory carriers. My word, people with vision to let his kingdom come, his will be done as it is in heaven. Let it happen on earth. What is that? That no sinner will be get lost and go to hell, but will be saved. And that's what Paul is saying. I complete my mission. The work that the Lord Jesus gave me. <laughs> he was an ambassador of Christ. Disguised as a tent maker. <laughs> because sometimes he didn't make tents. He says to tell the people the good news. The gospel is not bad news. You go to hell. The gospel is good news. There's hope for you. There's hope. There's hope. And it's that hope that we need to restore in people. Because you have a vocation, what you were called for, designed for, planned by God for. Before, long before you were born, God planned you for this, to do this. You're part of a prophecy. And that prophecy must happen through you. The Genesis chapter 3, the seed of the woman will crush your head. Peter says we are born out of incorruptible seed. When Mary said, let it be done unto the handmaiden of the Lord, the Holy Spirit came and the seed of the Spirit fell in her womb of the Father and she became pregnant with Jesus the Messiah. Now when you are born again, that same experience happens with you. You receive incorruptible seed. You became pregnant in your spirit man to produce the Christ nature and not the carnal man nature. My word. Let me give you another one. I'm just going to get to the, my role as ambassador and tonight we're going to the responsibilities. The third thing, the first thing is I'm a representative of Jesus Christ. Number two, I've been given a mission. And number three, I have been given authority to speak. Ambassadors don't go to another nation and just keep their mouth shut. They have been given authority from their government to speak. And that's what you have authority. Because Jesus said, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. <laughs> that's there in Matthew chapter 28 and verse 18 to 20. Reading from the TEV translation, Jesus said, I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Him now. Therefore, 
Now he speaks to his disciple. He tells them what he got and who he is and what he have. And then he immediately <laughs> delegate what he have, what he is, <laughs> what he possesses. He says, therefore, there's a word therefore. Therefore is going to explain why you have received it and why he made the statement. And therefore now, go to all people. I have a group that I spoke to. They say, we only called for this little white group. Wow. Then you have another group. They say, no, we only called for the professionals. No. The other group say, we only be called for the, uh, um, the native people. No. You have been called to all people. All people. Everywhere. And make them my, not your, my disciples, Jesus' disciples. You disciple them. Because <laughs> Paul says at one time, he says, I'm going, I'm going to depart. You know, he was at the end. He says, and many wolves are going to come and they're going to stand up amongst you who will make disciples for themselves. It's God's disciple. He says, make them my disciples. That's what ambassador do. He represent his nation. He speaks on behalf of. What does ambassador do? Ambassador restore relationships. He, my word, broken relationships must be restored. What is the greatest ministry you have received? Second Corinthians chapter five. You have received the ministry of reconciliation. To restore people back to the father heart of God. To restore relationships. That's what ambassadors is there. He says, then my disciples and make them my disciples. Baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And teach them. Teach them to do. Teach them what? Teach them to obey everything. Because if we don't take Matthew 28 in full context, then we are not busy with what Jesus instructed. Because then there's rebellion uh, involved because what we're not doing what Jesus instructs, then we are stubborn. And that's witchcraft. So that's scary. I, I don't, Christians don't practice witchcraft, but they operate in it. That's the scary part. And that's what Matthew 28 tells us. This is the instruction, your commission, your mission as ambassador, why you are born again, why you are on the face of the earth. He says that's why we're feeding. We, we're going to reach 3,000 families this week. We get more of the, the stuff that we put in here and this recipe God gave us. And that's phenomenal. It's to do what? To make disciples of Jesus to get people saved. This is tools. The rehab is tools. The abuse is tools. The school are schools. It's tools. <laughs> tools. The hospital is tools. The feeding is tools. The farming is tools. Giving is tools. So that we can get people to show them the heart of God. What is the heart of God like? Tonight you will be so blessed. Don't miss it. Tell people. Share the, the message unto the end. 
of this morning. Listen, people. He, you have been given authority to speak. Authority to speak. He says, everything I have commanded you, and then I will be with you always. God is not in and out partner. He's always there. People say, I feel far from God. Yeah, it's not God moving from you. It's somewhere in your mind that you move away from God. Something occupy your time and your thoughts that you feel so far from God. God said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And this scripture is the great commission. It's our mission as born again believers on the face of the earth to live out the seven unchanging callings that God has called you and I to live out as ambassadors because one day God is going to ask us. He's going to ask each person personally, what did you do with the commission that I gave you to live out your mission? As ambassador, what did you do with what I told you to do? That's what, what I give you to do. That's what God's going to ask us. What, are you gonna, what did you do with it? Oh, Lord, this person, that person, the next situation, don't have money, don't have a car, don't have a microphone. He said, that's not an excuse. My 12 disciples impacted the world without all of those. What did you do with the Great Commission? The thing I asked you and told you to do as my personal representative so that the world can see me, Jesus, alive in and through you. Now, this is very serious business, and I'm closing. It's the fourth thing about uh, my role as an ambassador. But I'm closing here. As ambassador, what's my duty? My role. My role is I represent Jesus Christ on the face of the earth. That he is alive and that I represent him with love, joy, with all the fruit of the spirit, with faithfulness, with a giving heart, with generosity, with caring for the poor, the widow, and the orphan, and those in need. That is how we represent Jesus. Listen, people, I'm not here to represent Loftal. That's part of the, I'm here to represent Jesus. First Jesus, then whatever we, we are connected to. He's going to ask us that question. And how do we going to answer all the excuses? Remember when Jesus walked and he called people and he said, follow me. The one said, Lord, I bought oxen. I first need to watch it and I bought land and I want to see it. And I married a woman and the other one said, I'm waiting for my father to die. And when I buried him, they all had excuses that was distractions for the mission they are or were. On the face of the earth. Let me give you the knockout scripture. If you still can argue. About I am not called for that. 
It's only the pastors. He didn't say pastors and prophets and titled people. Everyone, you have this commission. Now listen what he says in Ephesians chapter number 2 and verse 10. We're closing now. For we are God's own handiwork. His workmanship recreated in Christ Jesus. That means born anew, born again. For what reason? What reason do you go to church and you're a Christian and you have been baptized in water and you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit? For what reason? He says in Ephesians 2, 10, so that we may do those good works, good works, that Matthew 28, 18 to 20, that 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 to 20, good works which God predestined and planned beforehand for us to taking paths to walk in this direction, which he prepared ahead of time that we should walk. We should not that we can maybe. That not it's an option. It's an instruction. It's done for us that we should walk in them. Living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. And he gave you all the means. That's why he said you must know and understand Ephesians 1.19. You must know and understand what is the immeasurable, the unlimited, and the surpassing greatness of his power that is in and for us. Listen, who believe as demonstrated in the working of his mighty strength. That's how revival is activated. And we can walk in the third day. The, the, the resurrection power of God is what Jesus told his disciples not to walk in the second day revival. Revival is important to bring back those things that die to life again, but to walk in the third day. In the third day, Jesus was resurrected, Satan defeated, everything overcome, demonstration happened, and uh, my word, and he gave us that authority. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Now to him, who by in consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us. So everything that demonstrates out of us that's not the character of Christ is from the devil. It's from evil. That anger and that bitterness and that cursing and that uh, selfishness and hold back the tithes and the offerings. We, we have a testimony with Patricia Eustace. She told me, Please come again. She sent me the text. We, we prayed last week. Miraculous, miraculous. And I told her, you have a covenant right. Call it in because you are a giver. She's for the third time in a row. Stand number one in South Africa in a time of lockdown. She hits the targets. Boom, boom, boom. By selling classic pots. Now that pots is expensive, but people are buying in cry for the Brackenfell area. There's no excuse. God is not limited. My word, she's a personal representative of Christ in every area. He says in action that is at work within us is able to carry out his purpose and 
do super abundantly over and above all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. As a leader, I have discovered if you're not a prayer, a praying person, your people will not pray. If you don't love the word of God, your people will not love the word of God. If you're not a generous, prompt to do it giver whose heart is in his giving, the people and your family will not be there. Thank God. And we say it humbly. Our people, my family, myself, by his grace, we are generous givers through the mercy of God. We love to pray and we love the word of God and we love the demonstration of what God is doing. And we want to see Christ represent in every person on the face of the earth so that the world may know that Jesus Christ is alive. The demonstration that happened in our nation showed us the level what we are operating in. And the church must come up higher so that they will move and walk in a demonstration of the greatness and the power of God. This morning, maybe somebody invited you to watch and you say, Jesus, I've been a Christian and I go to church and I was born out of a Christian family, but I discover I'm not an ambassador. I discover I don't know Jesus. You must be born again, born from above. If you're born once, you're going to die twice. But if you're born twice, your natural birth and then your spiritual birth, then you're only going to die in this physical body, but live forever then. That's the reward. And if you don't know Jesus, tell somebody right now, phone somebody, say, quickly, quickly, listen, he's going to pray a prayer that will change your life. That's what Christ's ambassadors are here, to reconcile people back to God, to bring them in a relationship, into complete restoration. The old things passed away. Your slate has been cleaned. Oh, my word, everything bad you did was forgiven when you call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So pray with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning in the uh, unfailable name. Oh, the glorious name, the name that I've heard that I need to be saved by. I must be born again. Jesus, I call upon you. Forgive me my sin. Wash me in the blood. Cleanse me. Thank you for the word of God. Put my name in the book of life. From this day on, Lord Jesus, I will serve you. I'm not only going to be a churchgoer. Yes, I need to. Or, a, or a, I'm going to be a person of impact that impact the world through the love of Christ that flows out of me to the rest of the world. And I thank you, Jesus, in Jesus' powerful name. Amen. Maybe you've been serving God, you're a church member, you go to church for many years, 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, a year, two years. Maybe in the last 18 months and 19 months, COVID give you a slap, a trap on you, and you have lost the desire, and you angry and blaming God and wonder why and you have lost lost I understand we have lost lost ones and loved <laughs> lost loved ones we, we 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 know what it is but I said we had a choice we can sit on a heap just lick our wounds or say we can do nothing about yesterday that's my philosophy all my life I can do nothing about you can do nothing about 9 30 this Sunday morning you can only do it tomorrow morning again but I have made a choice. I want to be Christ's personal representative. 
when people see Jesus, then they must see Jesus in us. When they look at you, they say, I want that God that that person is serving because I see God in them. That's what we are here. Christ's voice, Christ's personal representatives, Christ's ambassadors. We're here to represent Jesus. And if you maybe say, Gustav, this lockdown is coming to an end. But I'm going to be that person. I want to win the lost. I want to reconcile people back to God. That's why we need you to make that quality decision this morning. To say, Jesus, here I am. Forgive me for letting time go by and I've missed it. That I got off focus and distracted. With all kinds of nonsense. But this morning, I made a quality decision to stay focused again. To impact the world and to change lives today. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray and we say thank you and amen. For a minute or two, let's pray. And when this broadcast is over, go and feed somebody, tell somebody, pray somewhere. If you're somewhere here at one of the campuses or close by to a church, walk, do a prayer walk, do something for this day. It's a national day of prayer. And uh, six o'clock, we'll continue with this. And let's do something. Let's become a do something generation. That's what ambassador, they are do something people to change the world for the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. Let's pray. If you can pray in the spirit. We bring this nation of South Africa before you. We know from the tip of Africa there will be a sound release. And it will be from the soil of Africa. That will impact the nations and the nations of the world. And we say thank you wherever people are in South Africa, in Africa and in the world. We pray right now for this continent of Africa. We speak breakthrough, we speak provision, we speak a complete restoration. We speak for the move of God to happen, hallelujah. We speak that Christ's personal representatives will rise up, that the weak knees will be made strong again, hallelujah. That the lame will walk again, that people will get off their blessed assurances and that feel they are defeated and no hope and say, God, there's a fire this morning inside of me. We're going to move because we have the armor of God. I have a sword of the spirit this morning where it is written for victory. No weapon formed against us and our families and this nation will prosper in anyhow. In Jesus' name, we stand in the gap for our president and everybody, Lord. We pray that evil hearts will be revealed in this time frame and we speak life and life in abundance in every person in a position of authority we thank you that you're going to expedite no more delays the church is rising up as a mighty warrior in the name of Jesus we will be the salt of the earth we will be the light in a dark place now in Jesus name because we have the shield of faith we quench all the fiery missiles of the enemy 
In the mighty name of Jesus, we have the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, our loins girt with truth, hallelujah, the truth of the word. Go and make disciples. You are my personal representatives. We are Christ ambassadors, but we also have the shoes for the preparation of the gospel. <laughs> and with the shoes say, Lord, action. We're going to win the last for any cost. We're going to bring hope into a dying world. We thank you, Korabashaka We release the word over this nation and over the nations of the world. And we say thank you for breakthrough. Thank you for a mighty harvest of God. There's three harvests coming in this world. One is a harvest of souls like we've never seen before. Second one is a harvest of signs, wonders, and miracles. We speak the miracle power, breakthrough power, turnaround power, healing power, creative ligaments and body parts and legs and arms will grow out. La Boshaka. Blind eyes and uh, open sockets, eyes will be placed in. Oxygen will come in lungs, Uraka. New lungs, Iboroshika Bakata. New kidneys, new livers, new hearts, Uroboshika. We declare the word of the Lord. And we know they're coming harvest of provision. And the people that will experience that provision is the ones that are faithful in difficult times. When we faithful in the little, God will trust us with much more. He who takes care of the orphan, the widow, my Lord Labo Shakatabakata. They open the floodgates of God's provision for this mission. And I say thank you, Lord. Thank you. Africa, South Africa will be saved. Western Cape will have a turnaround. Hallelujah. Activation in the mighty name of Jesus, the living Christ. And we give you honor, Lord. We say thank you. Thank you, ministering spirits, according to Hebrews chapter 1. Cause this to happen. Hallelujah. And we say thank you. We give you thanks. Thanksgiving. We say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That we're going to see a harvest. 3,000 families impacted. But their multitudes will be saved. And have a turnaround. In Jesus. Powerful powerful name. Amen. 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 Glory, 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 glory. Oh my word. Let us know where you're watching. Send your prayer request. We believe God. I've sensed the presence and the power of God and uh, partner with us to, to impact the world. Listen again, our powerful scripture that really impact me. And that helped me. Two scriptures and then we're done. It says in 1 John chapter 5, the instructions of God, His commandments, is not difficult, irksome or burdensome, oppressive or grievous. Why not? Because true love of God is this, that we do His commandments and keep His ordinances and are mindful of His precepts and teachings. So when I love God, then it's easy to do everything if I have a true love. What did Jesus said? How will we know the world know that we are his disciples? If we have love 
one for another. James chapter 1, 27. Partner with us with this. Oh, my word. It's, and uh, we want to help East London. And uh, there's a request there to also send and do something and in our communities here around. And Blokombos and Wallace Dean and Scott's Dean and Scottsville and Brackenfell and and, and Cryfontaine and the whole Western Cape and South Africa, wherever we can. But we concentrate on our Jerusalem also now. It says, but be doers of the word. James 1, 22. Obey the message and not merely listeners to it, betraying yourself into deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. Reasoning. If you reason and oppose the truth, it becomes a stronghold. But verse 27, external religion. And worship. In other words, how the world see us, what we display, what we demonstrate. Religion as it is, as it is expressed in outward acts, is this that it is pure and unblemished in the sight of God the Father is this. This is how God the Father see pure religion, pure relationship with God. Doers of the word. That's how my word. This is another message to preach. I better stop. It says that it is pure and unblemished in the sight of God. The Father is this, to visit and help and care for the orphans and widows in their affliction and need to keep oneself unspotted and uncontaminated from the world. When the world doesn't care, we need to care and take care of these things. It's going to cost millions to do. They've just demolished so much. But we hear because we are tapped into a source greater than any other source to Jehovah Jireh, our provider. We love you. We break every curse of poverty, of lack and fear over people, over this airwaves, and we speak life and new life until tonight at 6 p.m. We love you. What a phenomenal opportunity to serve and minister with you. You are destined for greatness and God bless you and we love you. Be a do something person today in Jesus name until tonight 6 p.m.